You're listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast, episode number 13. Welcome to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. Business advice so easy, you'll feel like you're cheating. And now your host, Amy Porterfield. Well, hello there. Welcome to another edition of the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. Now, today is all about Facebook advertising, and I'm going to dive into some of the most asked questions I get about Facebook ads. Now, before I get there, I'll tell you that it has been a crazy time in the Porterfield household. If you followed me for a while now, you know that for the last two and a half years, my husband has been trying to become a firefighter. And last Friday, we officially went to the ceremony where he was badged and has become a San Diego firefighter, which is the coolest thing ever because he's been working so hard at it. And my husband's older, so he's 42. And these guys he's been going up against have been around 20, 21 years old. So it's pretty cool to see him out there kicking some butt. And finally, finally, we got hired and he's officially a San Diego City firefighter. So That's what we've been doing in our household. We've been celebrating and getting ready for the big day. That's just a little snippet of what's been going on over here. And I leave next week. By the time you hear this, it will be July 4th, and I leave July 5th for World Domination Summit. I've never been. I'm really excited to go to this event. So if you are going to be at World Domination Summit in Portland, please do come up and say hello if we see each other. I would love to meet you in person. You know, all that networking that we do online, it's a lot more fun sometimes when you can take it offline. And so definitely come up and say hello. But again, today's all about Facebook advertising. Now, I recently asked my Facebook fans what they wanted to learn most about, and I gave them two choices. So this is something you might wanna try on your own Facebook page. When you're creating content, when you're working on something, Put out a few choices to your Facebook fans and have them vote because you'd be amazed how many people will actually engage with you and give you their opinion. People love to be asked for feedback and insight. So anyway, I posted on my Facebook page, you might've seen it. I created this funny image of two soda bottles and one soda bottle said Facebook advertising and the other one said webinars that convert. And my question was, what do you want to learn most about? A few hundred people responded and the winner was Facebook advertising. So that's why I'm recording this session today. However, really close behind, it was almost a tie, was the webinars that convert session. So a lot of people wanted to learn about how I create my webinars because webinars truly are the number one way how I've built my business. So what I thought I'd do is I'd do this session today, of course, but then also in the very near future, record a training or a podcast all about webinars and how you can use webinars on your in your business. So look for that training soon as well. But for today, I'm going to answer the questions I get asked the most about Facebook ads. Now, if you have never experimented with Facebook ads or if you've tried them but want to see bigger results, this is the session for you. It's packed with a lot of great strategies and tips. So let's go ahead and dive in. First, I want to tell you that there's been some changes with Facebook advertising. Now, the funny thing is, if you listen to this episode right when it comes out, well, this is very timely because these changes are just being rolled out. However, let's say you listen to this podcast six months after I record it. 
I bet you changes will be rolling out at that time as well. We all know that Facebook makes changes all the time, which drives me crazy, but also keeps me in business because I've got a lot to talk about. So when it comes to Facebook ads and the changes there, well, the changes on the most part are pretty good. One of the significant changes they're making is that Facebook has said over the next six months, they're going to cut their ad units by about half, if not even more than that, meaning there won't be so many options for Facebook ad formats. Now, why this is a good thing is because it's confusing. The Facebook ad dashboard and all the different types of types of ads you can set up, again, really confusing and a bit overwhelming to entrepreneurs and small businesses who are doing this on their own and they're trying to navigate through all these different ad units and different types and formats and all that good stuff. So I am glad to hear that they're going to be pulling back because they said we're going to be focusing on small business goals, meaning conversions. So getting more fans, getting more leads, getting more sales. Those will be the focus or the goals for these ads. And that is a great thing because why would you want to run ads if you're not seeing significant results? Well, cutting down the ad units and getting really focused around the ads that work, that's going to get you bigger results. So that's the great thing. Another thing they're doing is they're cutting out the independent sponsored stories. So for those of you who are not familiar with sponsored stories, basically they are ads that advertise the activity of the friends of your fans. So let me give you an example. If someone comes to my Facebook page and they like it, well, I can run an ad that says, let's say John Smith comes to my Facebook page and clicks like, I can run an ad that says, John Smith just liked Amy Porterfield's Facebook page. And that ad would be shown to all of John Smith's friends. So sponsored stories are are ads that advertise activity and are shown to the friends of your fans. Well, Facebook is saying that we're not going to do independent sponsored story ads anymore. We're going to combine them with other ad units. So you'll still get that sponsored story activity, which I think is really good because it's all about social proof. If I've liked a page, then a lot of my friends, because we're like-minded people, will likely want to like that page as well. So that activity is really important, but they're saying we're going to pair it with other types of ads. So the ads will actually have a few things going on in one ad unit, but we're not going to do independent sponsored stories. I don't know if I love this. It's not necessarily a a make or break kind of thing. So we'll have to see how it rolls out. But that's one of the big changes. The change that I do not like, and I want all of you to listen up because this is a big one. Facebook has said that they are no longer in the next six months or so going to allow Facebook offers for online businesses. Now, this one is a huge bummer because if you've seen any of my trainings, I have taught many times how to use Facebook offers to grow your email list. It's one of my favorite strategies. It works like gangbusters. But now they're saying they're going to take that away. So, of course, I'm going to have to go back and change some of my trainings. But even more importantly, they're taking away a huge opportunity for us to collect leads through advertising. Now, there's always other ways to do this. And in a whole nother session, I might get into different ways to use Facebook ads to grow your email list. That's not necessarily the focus on this one. But I will say that you just need to know Facebook offers are going away for online businesses. So you can still use them now. So take advantage of it. 
But just know that within the next six months, supposedly, they're going to phase them out. All right, so let's move on to some of the most asked questions I get about Facebook advertising. I think you'll find a lot of value in these questions because I'm going to give you some strategy behind each of them. So the first question I get asked all the time is, how can I get bigger conversions with my Facebook ads? And I wanted to start with this question because I'm actually going to come back to it a few times as I answer other questions. And that is that if you want to get bigger conversions with your Facebook ads, you need to get your ads out into the newsfeed. Now, how do you do that? Well, right now, as of the time of I'm recording this, the only way you can get your ads out into the newsfeed and make sure that that's the only place they're going, meaning they're not going in that right-hand column. So to get your ad in the newsfeed, you want to use what's called the power editor. If you've never used the power editor before, in the show notes, I'll make sure I link to a great tutorial that will help you set up the power editor. My show notes are at amyporterfield.com forward slash 13, the number 13, so you can easily find a lot of great resources. This podcast is going to be full of great resources, so I'll have all of those links in my show notes. So again, you want to use the power editor, and the reason being, and the power editor is basically a more advanced Facebook ad dashboard. So it's a Facebook-owned dashboard, meaning you've got the traditional one that you've probably used in the past, and then you've got the power editor. Well, inside the power editor, one of the coolest features is that you can choose the placement of your ad. What that means is you can say, I want my ad to only go out into the newsfeed. Now, why is this so important? Well, what we're seeing is a lot higher conversions and engagement with Facebook ads that are in the newsfeed versus those ads that appear in the right column. It might just be because this is something new. We're so used to seeing those ads in the right column that a lot of us just don't even look there anymore. Ads that get out into the newsfeed look more social. They look like status updates, so they're less aggressive, less promotional, less salesy, and they're more engaging to people that actually see them. So what I do now is I only place my ads in the newsfeed. And if you go into the power editor, under placement, you'll see the op- option to choose where you want your ad to be placed. I choose Facebook, or excuse me, newsfeed only, desktop and mobile. So that way, anybody on a desktop or anybody on a mobile will see my ad in the newsfeed. So this is one of the coolest ways, quickest ways, easiest ways to get more conversion from your Facebook ads. For those of you that are a little bit more advanced, I'm going to give you a tip. Now, those of you just starting out, don't let this overwhelm you. It's just a quick tip for those who have been using Facebook ads for a while and they want to make sure that they're getting the biggest bang for their buck. Here's the tip. If you are running ads to a custom app on Facebook, okay, you know how you have those custom apps on your Facebook page where people can actually click on them and then the custom app could be a lead gen opportunity, meaning you can actually say, hey, sign up for my ebook and they give you their name and email and they can sign up to get your ebook directly from a custom app on Facebook. Well, did you know that those custom apps are not viewable from a mobile phone? So let's say you were running a Facebook ad and you were saying, you know, free ebook all about how to lose 10 pounds in 10 days. And then you linked to a custom application on your Facebook page that gave away this ebook. Well, if I was looking at your ad in the newsfeed 
from my mobile phone and I clicked on your ad, it would not take me to that custom app. It would just take me to your Facebook page. And then it gets really confusing because there's no opt-in opportunity to get your free ebook. So the way around this is to use a tool that allows you to have a mobile redirect link. That means that if you use a tool that allows you to get the special mobile redirect link, if someone were to click on your ad and they're looking at your ad from a mobile phone, that link knows they're on a mobile phone and will send them to a mobile platform with the exact same custom app format. So it will look exactly the same. It's just not inside of Facebook. And then if I were on a desktop and I clicked on that ad, that link would know I was on a desktop and it would take me to the custom app on your Facebook page. The user really doesn't know the difference. They look exactly the same. It's just that again, Facebook doesn't allow mobile users to click on a link and go to a custom app on a Facebook page. Why? We have no idea. It's the weirdest thing ever. But for those of you that are sending traffic to a custom app from your Facebook ads, you need to know that people on mobile are not seeing those custom apps unless you're using a mobile redirect link. How do you get that link? Well, you've got to use certain tools. Heyo, Shortstack, and Lead Pages all offer this mobile redirect link feature. So I will link to all three in the show notes so that you can go check out this option. But you definitely want to use a tool to create your custom app that allows you to get that special link. Then you are golden and don't even need to worry about who clicks your link in a Facebook ad if you're going to a custom app you're good to go. Now, the reason why I think this is important to tell you is that it's always good if you can keep traffic inside of Facebook, especially if you're trying to use ads to get more leads, it's always a good idea to send someone to a custom app on your Facebook page because if you keep them inside of Facebook, you're more likely to get that lead because there's more trust. If you're sending them to your website and they've never been there and it's somewhere new, well, then they're less likely to sign up. So this is a really cool feature that you want to check out. And again, I'll link to some sites that allow you to get that mobile ready or mobile redirect link for your custom app. Okay, so another question I get asked all the time is, how much do Facebook ads cost? That question's a little bit of a nightmare for me because there's so many factors involved. It's almost like if you were to call me up, I knew nothing about your business, and you said to me, Amy, what should my marketing budget be? I mean, it's, it's that crazy of a question. So what I really think people want to know is, can I use Facebook ads on a small budget? I think that's really the question behind that question. So here's what you want to know. I usually use cost per click for my ads. You have the opportunity to use cost per impression, but I use cost per click. So that's what I'm going to talk about here because I think that is the most effective way to run Facebook ads. So on average, you are going to pay about 80 cents per click on your ad. Now that's average. I'll tell you this, I never pay 80 cents a click. So I'm reading some data that comes from Facebook statistics and they say on average it's 80 cents a click. I'm gonna guess you could probably get somewhere around 50 or 60 cents a click and that's really good. This is a lot cheaper than regular ads outside of Facebook. But here's something that you definitely need to know. If you are advertising to your existing fan base, so let's say you have a thousand fans and you run an ad only to your fans, you're likely going to pay somewhere around 10 to 15 cents. 
That's right, 10 to 15 cents per click. Why is it so much cheaper than the average? Well, these are your fans. These are people that have already said they want to hear from you. So Facebook doesn't make you pay as much. This is a little trick that most people don't really take advantage of. So if you ever ask yourself, why does it really matter if I have a lot of fans? Well, really, in the whole scheme of things, it doesn't matter that much. You really just want a handful of quality fans that are genuinely interested in your business. However, one perk of actually attracting a larger fan base is that you can advertise just to them and pay a lot less per click. So I have almost 40,000 fans and that's great. And definitely it's important for me to have a big fan base because I teach Facebook advertising. So if I didn't, you really wouldn't probably want to trust me, right? But beyond just that, I love having a big fan base because when I run ads to get people to sign up for my webinars, when I run ads just to my fan base, paying 10 cents a click to get a lead onto a webinar is really valuable. So if you wanted some incentive as to why you should build a really solid fan base on Facebook, it's because you can run your ads to them and save a lot of money. So that's a little trick for you there. Now, if you want to know how much you should spend on your ads as a whole, I want you to think about your ads as specific individual campaigns. So create your campaigns around your promotions. So for example, about every quarter, I do a brand new free webinar. And on that webinar, I usually promote one of my latest programs or products or services. I have very specific goals and timelines around these webinars. So if I know I'm going to run a webinar, then I know probably for one week, I'm going to promote it. So I look at that week and think, okay, how much money over a week's time do I want to spend on Facebook ads? And then I break it up into days. And it also depends on what I'm selling. If I'm selling a $1,000 program, well, then I'll spend more on that ad campaign. Maybe like $1,000 over the course of the week. Maybe more sometimes. It just depends. I'm not a big spender on ads, but I still get really great results. And that's why I like to teach small businesses and entrepreneurs about running Facebook ads because I found ways to do it and not have to spend a lot of money. But if you're, let's say, selling a $97 product, Well, maybe you want to spend a lot less per day during that week. It just depends. Depends on how much money you have in your marketing budget. And it depends on what you're selling or what the end game is once you have those leads and once you turn those leads into customers. Now, I will say that if you spend about $25 to $50 a day, you can get some pretty good results. $100 a day is usually my sweet spot. If I spend $100 a day for, let's say, seven days, I could get some really great traction and I usually only run ads for leads. I usually do not run ads to sell directly so I can get some solid leads with $100 a day. But if that's a little bit too much for you, I'll give you one quick tip. Try to go out on day one with $100 because you'll get a lot more exposure. Facebook's going to show your ad more in order to spend that $100. And if your ad gets some great engagement right out of the gate, Facebook rewards you because the more engagement, the more clicks your ads get, the more often Facebook will show your ad to your targeted audience. So going out of the gate with a hundred bucks and getting that engagement up will help you immensely get that momentum. And then you can take it down to, let's say, $25 or $50 a day. So just a little quick tip if you want to get some instant momentum from your ads. So moving on, let's talk targeting. Another question I get asked all the time 
is how do I find my ideal audience with Facebook ads? And my number one answer to you is precise interest. So inside your ads dashboard, whether you're using the power editor or the traditional ads dashboard, it doesn't matter. You will see the option for precise interest and you'll see a blank field where you can type in keywords or Facebook pages. And that's exactly how I target every single one of my ads. I type in different Facebook pages where I know my audience would be spending time. So let me give you an example. Here in Carlsbad, we have two stores that are very similar, Sprouts Market and Whole Foods. You might know Whole Foods. They're a lot more popular than Sprouts Market, but they're very similar stores. If I were Sprouts Market and I was marketing in Carlsbad with a special discount, I would run a Facebook ad and I would target all of the Whole Foods fans that live in Carlsbad and the surrounding area like San Diego. So you can do that kind of targeting. Target other Facebook pages that have fans that would be aligned with your brand, that would be genuinely interested in what you're selling and what you're promoting. If you're an online marketer, you also can think of things like behaviors. So for example, I teach Facebook marketing. But I run ads and sometimes I target Infusionsoft, Aweber, Office Autopilot. I target their Facebook fans, the fans of those Facebook pages. And the reason I do this is I know if you're interested in Infusionsoft or Aweber or Office Autopilot, well, you're likely interested in growing your email list. And Facebook marketing is a great way to do that. So I'll actually target those fans and I've gotten some great results. I'm giving away all my good secrets here. So again, under precise interest in the ads dashboard, you can target other Facebook pages and show your ad to their fans. Pretty cool, right? So two things you need to know. One, you're just going to type in the name of the page. So not the URL, but you're going to type in like Infusionsoft. So type it in, it should pop up in a drop down, and then you click on the page. One thing you need to know, tip number two here, is that most pages will pop up in that drop down, but a good handful of pages will not. It's a Facebook glitch. I actually talked to somebody on the inside of Facebook about this, and they said some pages just are not indexed correctly. So for example, I always use this one as an example. My good friend and my partner with my product FB Influence, Lewis Howes, I've tried to target his audience because our audiences are really similar with an ad and I type in Lewis Howes and his page does not pop up. And in many ways, he's lucky because no one can target his fans. And this is totally a legit thing. People do it every day. It's not like something sneaky behind you know, the Facebook guidelines. You're totally allowed to target other people's Facebook pages, but I just can't target Lewis House because his page just never pops up. So you'll find that some pages just will not pop up for you and you need to get more creative and think of other pages that you might want to target. So think in terms of which pages have fans that would be aligned with what you're doing in your business. They do not need to be your competitors. Again, they can be people with certain behaviors or passions, or interest, or anything like that. So go ahead and try this out. It's one of the best ways you can target your Facebook ads. Another tip for that is 
a lot of the times when people ask me about targeting, they'll say, how many people should I try to reach with each of my ads? Now, if you're running an ad for an online business, you're going to have a lot bigger reach than if you're running an ad for a local like mom and pop shop. So if you're like me and you're running an online business, each of your ads should target around 250 to 500,000. I think I mentioned this in one of my other podcasts. I remember saying something about this. Oh yeah. When I did that three part training in my podcast about Facebook, I talked about this. So 250,000 to 500,000. That's your sweet spot of how many people you want to target in an ad. But if you are a local business, you're not going to reach those numbers and you do not need to reach that many people. If you have that many people come into your store, holy cow, right? So your numbers are going to be a lot smaller. It's just going to depend on what local area you're marketing to. Okay. Another question I get asked a lot is that people will tell me, Amy, my ads are getting disapproved, which means rejected all the time. So Facebook will come back and say, your ad was disapproved. Sometimes they'll tell you why. Other times they won't even give you an explanation, which is really frustrating, I know. But I'll tell you this. Most of the ads that get disapproved, it's because of the text in your image for your ad. Now, here's what you need to know. Remember in the very beginning, I said ads that get out into the newsfeed are much more powerful than those ads in the right column. Well, here's what you need to know. Any ad that goes out into the newsfeed, the image in that ad cannot have more than 20% text. So if let's say you have a great graphic for your ad, you just got to make sure that that ad does not have more than 20% text in it. So in the past, I would do an image that might say, you know, free webinar and the title of the webinar. Well, that's just way too much text. So now I might have a picture of like my headshot and then just free webinar. And those are the only words in the ad. So again, you have to really watch the t- amount of text in your ad image if it's going in the newsfeed. If it's in the right-hand column, it doesn't count. We're talking newsfeed only. So what they said exactly is that ads in sponsored stories and newsfeed may not include images made up of more than 20% text, including logos and slogans. So let's say you have a picture of the Coca-Cola bottle. Well, that logo that says Coca-Cola, that counts when we're calculating up to 20% text. So just be really careful with that. I'm going to link in my show notes a great article with a grid that you can use to make sure that your ad doesn't have more than 20% text. Now, I'll tell you, this same rule here, this 20% text rule applies to your timeline cover photo as well. So, you know, that big photo across the top of your Facebook page, that too cannot have more than 20% text. So a lot of people don't know that. So just something to think about because it's just better to stay within Facebook guidelines than try to break all the rules because quite honestly, they could take down your page and never even give you an explanation for it. So let's just stay within those rules so we don't ever have that issue. Okay, so here's another question I get asked and this is a good one. What is the best type of ad that I should run for my business? And people from tons of different businesses ask me this. And it really, to me, doesn't even matter what type of business you're in. My favorite ad or the ad that I think gets the most engagement is a page post ad. 
And here's what a page post ad is. Basically, you post something on your Facebook page, just like a status update, and then you go into the ads dashboard and you turn it into an ad. Now, why does this work so well? Well, if you turn that page post, that status update into an ad, and you put it in the news feed, like I taught you early on, you use the power editor and you place that ad in the news feed, well, now it looks like a status update. The more your ad looks like a status update, the more likely someone is to read it, check it out, and engage with you in that ad. Now, the only difference between a status update in the newsfeed and a page post ad in the newsfeed is you'll see a little gray word called sponsored right at the bottom of that ad. That's the only difference. So it's a really cool strategy. I use it all the time. It's pretty much the only way I run ads. So here's a few things you want to know. You can use page post ads for fans and non-fans. So why would you want to use a page post ad for your fans? Well, two reasons. One, if your engagement is really low, if you don't have a lot of people liking your post, sharing your post, commenting, well, one way to kind of re-engage a dormant fan base is to create a post and then turn it into a page post ad so you're making sure that, and then target your fans. So you're making sure that your fans actually see this post but you want this post to be really good. So I always say, ask a question. If you want to re-engage a dormant fan base, create a page post ad and ask a question that they're likely going to want to answer. So let me give you an example. I told you about, you know, giving two options as to what should I teach next in my podcast. That one was a really great one. Another one that recently worked, now this was crazy. I'm creating a brand new newsletter, a weekly newsletter called the Social Love Weekly. And it's all about just, you know, how to use social media to grow your business. And I was debating between four different fonts for the banner of this newsletter. And so I put all four fonts in an image and I numbered them one, two, three, four. I uploaded it to my Facebook page and I said, which font do you like best for my upcoming newsletter? I'd really love your help. My team is stuck between these four. Over 900 people commented on this post. 900 people. I usually do not get 900 people to leave a comment on a post. Again, people love to be asked their feedback and they love to give their insight and opinion. Now, imagine if I took that post and I turned it into a page post ad. Well, I could tell you it would get even more engagement. Now, the reason I couldn't do that is because there was too much text in the image. And remember, I just taught you, you can't have more than 20% of text in an image that you want to put into the newsfeed as an ad. But I'm saying what I'm trying to tell you here is that when you ask a question and ask for feedback and insight, you're going to get some engagement. So think of something that you might want to ask, use a great image to grab attention and then turn that post into a page post ad, target your existing fan base, and you'll see your engagement go up. And why is that important? Well, when you can increase your engagement on your Facebook page, you get out into the newsfeed more often of all your fans. When you get out into the newsfeed more often, you get more exposure. So that's why it's really important. Also, if you want your fans to take action, click a link, opt in somewhere, like opt into a webinar, a teleconference, or check out your latest blog post, well, page post ads with a strong call to action and a great image 
are a great way to get people to do something. So you can target fans and non-fans. Now, why would you want to target non-fans with a page post ad? Well, when you do a page post ad in the newsfeed and you target non-fans, you get a like page button in the ad. And it's pretty big in the upper right-hand corner of your page post. So people can like your page right from the newsfeed or they could leave a comment or share or like the post. So there's a lot of engaging going on right there. Plus, you're likely going to get more fans as well. So again, a page post ad, my favorite type of ad to run. You just want to make sure that you keep them short and simple. The status update, the part where you type in your status update, keep that short to the point and simple and include a call to action. Tell people what to do. Either tell them to leave a comment below, share your post with one person that they think would find it valuable. Click here to check out your latest blog post. Click here to sign up for your webinar, whatever it might be, and then have a really great image that's colorful that will attract your ideal audience because images in the newsfeed is what is going to attract them first to your post. So again, page post ads. Now, one more quick thing. I'm not going to teach you how to do it here, but you can do hidden page post ads, meaning you don't even need to post on your Facebook page in order to get a status update to turn into an ad. Meaning, let's say you don't really want to post this on your page, but you want to run a page post ad, let's say maybe to non-fans. Well, you can do a hidden page post ad and I'm going to attach an article, a how-to article, so you know exactly how to do that. So a lot of people ask me if there's a way to create a page post ad without posting first to your Facebook page, and there really is. So I'll make sure I link to that in the show notes. So switching gears here, here's another question I get asked a lot. How do I know if my ad is actually working? And this is a great question because this used to be a little bit tough to really figure out if your ad is doing what you want it to be doing. Well, the coolest thing ever is Facebook recently rolled out a new feature called the conversion tracking tool. You'll find it in your ads dashboard. And basically it's a tool that allows you to place some pixel on, let's say your thank you page after someone buys something or your thank you page after someone signs up for something. So the page after someone takes an action, you can add this pixel. So now when someone sees your ad, they click it and then they sign up, let's say for your webinar, you'll know that that ad just converted because Facebook is now tracking those conversions. They'll track purchases, leads, they'll track key page views, which is really cool. If they just click on that ad and they land on a special page, you'll know if they actually went there. So the conversion tracking tool, totally free, very easy to use. You can follow the step-by-step details. Facebook walks you through it. But definitely, if you're going to run ads, you want to start using the conversion tracking tool. And then when you do, inside your ads dashboard, where they give you the stats of how your ad is performing, you'll see your conversions now. Really cool. I started using it. Very simple to use. Also, just so you know, You want to pay attention, of course, to your click-through rate. And if you're running an ad in the right sidebar, the average click-through rate is 0.04%. So you want to make sure your ad is at least 0.04% click-through rate or higher. However, again, why I love these newsfeed ads, we're seeing probably on average a little over 1%. So I'm going to say 2 to 5% 
has been the average for these newsfeed ads. Pretty crazy, right? Way higher than those right column ads. So right now I'm seeing between two to 5% click through rate with my newsfeed ads. That's why you want to use that power editor and place your ads in the newsfeed only. Now with this last question, I actually did something a little bit different and I invited someone on the show to help me answer the question. And here's the question. Many times people will come to me and say, Amy, I've noticed that when I check out a product on the web, sometimes ads for that exact product start showing up in the newsfeed on Facebook. Is it just my imagination or are brands starting to follow me inside Facebook as a form of advertising? Yes, now brands can actually use retargeting ads inside Facebook. So here's the deal. I'm not an expert in this area, but I know someone who is. So I invited my good friend, Devin Duncan, to come on the show and talk to us just really briefly about how you can use retargeting ads in your local brick and mortar business and in your online business as well. Now, Devin is the technology and strategy guy behind the MelanieDuncan.com brand. So if you're not familiar with Melanie Duncan, she's a leading Pinterest for business expert. I've had her on webinars before. She is a great friend and really, truly knows Pinterest inside and out. Well, Devin is not only her husband, but her business partner. So again, I become great friends with Melanie and Devin. And to say the least, Devin is the hotshot when it comes to Facebook ads. And especially he's taught me everything I know about retargeting ads. So let's go ahead and jump into a recent, really brief conversation I had with Devin all about retargeting. I think this just might blow your mind. So Devin, thanks so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me, Amy. So glad you're here. And you've always been my go-to guy when it comes to retargeting ads. And that's why I was so excited to talk about them today and bring you on the show. So tell everybody, what is the whole process of retargeting and how do they work inside of Facebook? Yeah, you bet. Uh, so retargeting is one of my favorite forms of advertising because it's where I see the highest conversion rates because what retargeting is, is based on where you browse around the internet. Let's say you go to Zappos and you're looking at a pair of shoes and then you get distracted when you're like viewing the shoe or you go to start the checkout process, but you don't complete the order. And uh, you go to Facebook later in the day and you're checking on what your, your niece is doing in her ballet class and you see ads in the sidebar that all of a sudden show the shoe that you were looking at on Zappos earlier. And uh, that is what retargeting is basically. Based on your browsing history, ads will be intelligent to what you were looking at previously. So, hey, if I'm going to be, if there's going to be ads on the internet, which there is, I'd rather it be something that's highly targeted to me, something that I'm interested in compared to, you know, refinancing your home or, you know, are you engaged ads to get a wedding photographer? I want to see things that I'm definitely interested in that I've seen in the past. So that's what retargeting is. I'm so excited about these ads because every time I talk about Facebook ads, I'm always stressing the importance of you've got to target to such a laser level, I always say, because mm -hmm. people get annoyed, especially inside Facebook if you don't. So this is such a great way. We know they're interested. They've been there. They've checked us out. Now we can take that to the next level. Now, what's even cooler is Facebook has recently allowed us to get in the news feed. Talk about that. Yeah, so that's great. So in the past, we've only been able to run retargeting in those small sidebar ads, which are 
largely ignored by most people on Facebook, and there's even technology out there to block them. But what's really awesome, we can get in the news feed now, which is where everyone's eyes are when they're on Facebook in between the pictures and the status updates. So we can get a lot more real estate on the screen and get the ad, a larger ad in front of the right people that have been to our site before. Awesome. I love that. Now, what have you seen with these ads in the newsfeed? So the biggest thing we're seeing is way better results. We're seeing a lot higher click-through rates than the sidebar ads. The sidebar ads are good, uh, definitely worth running, but the new newsfeed is is money. It's just where you're going to get crazy results. So there's been a couple studies that's done, and one of the ones that I'm seeing similar results to was done on allfacebook.com, and they're claiming that you're getting 17 times the click-through rate Wow! per impression. Yeah, so it's great. And they're also saying that the ROI is 197% higher. So just crazy results because you're getting in front of a large ad in front of the perfect target audience, someone that's definitely interested in your product or service because they've been to your site before and all you're doing is serving an ad for something they've been interested in in the past. Yes, definitely. So those numbers are huge. And that's another reason why I'm really excited to start using these ads and get my audience to check them out as well. Now, I invited you on the show. One, you're wicked smart with everything to do with ads, in my opinion. But also, you have two very unique businesses. You have an online business, as I mentioned earlier, and then you have a a business where you sell physical products. So tell us a little bit about how you've used retargeting ads on Facebook. Absolutely. So for my product business, I started using it first. Uh, The business is uh, Custom Greek Threads selling Greek clothing and apparel to college students. And uh, that's that's worked really well, uh, sidebar ads and newsfeed ads. So if you have a physical product, I love running the retargeting ad I always start with is for people that visited the shopping cart page but didn't complete the order. So with retargeting software, one of the ones I highly recommend is adroll.com. And it's very easy to set up. You just drop a line of code in your website and then tell AdRoll, I want to run show ads to people that visit page A, page B, but not page C. And uh, it'll start running ads from there. So very simple. But I like to start with a shopping cart. So if someone adds something to the shopping cart, but then leaves because maybe the shipping price was too high or they got distracted, whatever reason, I can run an ad to just those people and say, make, give them a discount code, give them a free shipping code, whatever I think the problem might have been, what I would deliver that content in an ad to try and get them to convert. Oh, fantastic. So not only are you saying staying top of mind with the ad, but you're giving them an incentive to come on back. Absolutely. So shopping cart abandonment ads are the best, you know, the low hanging fruit that I go after. So uh, all, what the next step that I do is just a blanketed branding. So anyone that visits my site, basically, that doesn't complete an order, I just do a basic branding campaign, trying to get them to come back. And you'll see super low click-through, uh, not super low click-through, super uh, low cost per click on those, especially in the newsfeed ads. Studies have shown that the newsfeed ads get 48% lower cost per click than the sidebar ads. So it's usually very cheap to run just a blanket branding campaign. Uh, for any visitors that come to your site. Fantastic. So definitely, if you have a physical product, you want to check out these retargeting ads in the newsfeed. Now, what about an online program? That's basically what my business is all about. And I know at MelanieDuncan.com, you have a lot of online programs as well. So how could you use these retargeting ads on Facebook for an online program or product? 
Great question. So, I, of course, I'd always start with the shopping cart abandonment. If someone was interested enough in your product or service to get all the way to the shopping cart but then not complete the order, they're your warmest prospects. So, regardless if it's physical or a digital product, I always like to start with those shopping cart abandonment potential customers. And then from there, there's lots of options. Let's say, you know, Amy, you have a very popular blog. But let's say someone comes to your blog, but they don't sign up for your uh, for your email. So you can tag them and you can send them retargeted ads to try and get them to be a return visitor. Maybe the ad would say, talk about your top 10 most popular blog posts or something to try and get them to come back and subscribe to your newsletter list so you can stay in touch better with that prospect. I love that idea. Now, I used retargeting ads for my quarter two Facebook marketing profit lab. And of course, you taught me how to do that. And at the time, it wasn't even on Facebook. We couldn't do it on Facebook. So I just did it outside of Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I think I spent $250. And the latest uh, stats show that about $16,000 were attributed to those retargeting ads. So I was pleasantly happy about that for sure. So I can't wait to start using them in the newsfeed. Now, setting up these retargeting ads are a little bit different than just going into the traditional ads dashboard and setting them up. And you can't even go into the power editor at this time. So how do you get started? That's correct. So Facebook doesn't allow you to do retargeting on the Facebook platform directly. You have to use a third-party service provider. And that's where a company like AdRoll comes in. That's who I use. Another company that allows you to retarget on the Facebook platform is perfectaudience.com. Now, right now, AdRoll is the only one that has access to the newsfeed ads. Perfect Audience only has access to the sidebar ads right now, but I'm assuming that's going to change pretty soon. Uh, So I use AdRoll for both sidebar and the newsfeed. Uh, and it's, it's really simple to set up. You just drop that code in your site and, you know, tell the software which ads you want to run for visitors that come to which page. And their customer service is great. Uh, they'll help you set up the campaigns and they, basically help set it up for you. you. Just give them the content of the ads and you get up and running in a couple hours. Yeah. They're really helpful. And sometimes they're running free trial or discounted ways to get started. So I'll definitely look for some deals and post them in the show notes because those are two great resources to check out. So perfect. I really wanted you on the show to just show people how simple it is to get started. Now, tell me this. If people want to find out more about you and your brand, where can they go to check it out? Right. So the brand I'm most associated with is MelanieDuncan.com, my wife. So you can go there to get in contact with us and my personal page is devinduncan.com. Perfect. Thanks, Devin, so much for being with us. And I know we'll hear from you again soon. So take care. Thanks, Amy. So there you have it. Good stuff, right? I really am glad that Devin came on the show to talk to us a little bit about those retargeting ads because they're pretty much brand new. So this is good stuff that I just started talking about. And I wanted to make sure you do exactly what it was and how you can get started because retargeting ads can be really powerful And it's all about targeting people that are genuinely interested in what you're doing. Hopefully you've enjoyed this show as much as I have. And again, all the links we talked about are going to be in the show notes and they can be found at amyporterfield.com forward slash 13. And one more thing, I've got a favor for you. In order for more people to find my podcast, because I work hours and hours on these outlines and I try to give you the best content ever. So I want to make sure I can get as many people introduced to this great content as I can. So if you've enjoyed this podcast, I would really appreciate if you could help me with a review on iTunes. 
It takes just a few minutes. I'll link to the review page in my show notes. If you could leave me a quick review, it really mean a lot to me. So again, thanks so much for being here. Can't wait to talk to you next time and make it a great week. Thanks for listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.amyporterfield.com.